the Guardian. This is actually a mini book, uh, the introduction to a mini book that I wrote as we are writing a book called The Gray Wolf. Uh, I'm writing that with Grandmaster Mike Leone and Master Jason Campbell. I think it'll be an incredibly helpful book for anybody and everybody. What this is, is this is a version modified for the Guardian Academy. It is not finished, but I'm going to read it to you as it is right now. Here we go. The Guardian, living to learn and giving to earn. First, it's important to understand that I first heard to live is to learn, to give is to earn from my grandmaster, Michael J. Leone. Yes, I have a grandmaster. Uh, we were walking through a canyon at the base of Grey Wolf Mountain, which is a real place, while he introduced me to kind of the concept of the Tao, you know, just dark and light, balance, masculine, uh, feminine, the five elements, all that stuff. And uh, what is called the master key to wisdom, which is kind of the base teaching where they start um, basically everybody at when they do a new lineage or uh, create masters and grandmasters and all that stuff. So the time of writing this book, which is co-authored by Mike and Jason, um, I am sharing it with you. Okay, so The Guardian is a truncated version of Grey Wolf. It's wrapped in the context of the Guardian Academy and, and the support system that we have in place. The path to becoming a Guardian are also the first step, steps of becoming a Grey Wolf. They, there are some differences in terms of the details that we focus on and the level of support and all that stuff. And we simply made it more fun, interesting, and accessible and really gamified with emerging new technology. However... I must tell you that nothing will compare with standing at the base of a mountain preparing to start the climb in real life with Mike and Jason. For now, this will have to do. The Guardian Academy has some of the top resources for health, wealth, and wisdom from longevity to peak performance, from basic business development to advanced DeFi and AI strategies. And of course, wisdom from Dr. Jeff Spencer, Grandmaster Mike Leone, and many others. It's important to understand that I only bring into the Guardian Academy what I have experienced. So there may be a tremendous number of people out there with a tremendous amount of intellectual property and strategies. Uh, I only bring into others or bring in front of others what I have personally experienced. That's kind of the Guardian Academy way. Now, it's important to understand this, and I learned this from Dr. Jeff Spencer and uh, Randy Massingale, who was senior advisor to Bill Gates in the 90s, is uh, you will try to master things in isolation. You will try to master your business and the details of your business and your metrics, and you will try to master the art of fitness, and you will try to master uh, your relationships and parenting and all these things, and, but you will not find generally what you are looking for aspirationally if in isolation, which means you may be trying to find a purpose. Okay? Well, purpose isn't hiding under your couch. You're not going to be able to find it. Purpose is an emergent property. Exponential is an emergent property. It comes basically out of thin air, but it's not an accident, which means it's not in dialing in the details that helps you find these emergent properties. That That's a linear process, right? Emergent properties are nonlinear. So if you want to make a quantum leap, it's not about getting all the details right. It's about learning how to harmonize these components of the system. 
Okay. So the alchemy of exponential or the alchemy of what some people call enlightenment or the alchemy of uh, having a strong purpose, it is done by understanding all of the components, healthy, wealthy, wise. Uh, you may be, have a business and want to be in good shape and, and have a lot of longevity and also have a good relationship. The alchemy is not perfecting those things in isolation. It is creating harmony between them. So they all work together to create something that none of those individual things would be able uh, to create. So harmonizing the parts, it will take time. It will take practice. It will take uh, access and proximity to a supportive community. It doesn't have to be ours. It just requires people that get it, people that are willing to let you be you and harmonize your system the way you want to harmonize your system. Doing the work is the only way to get these emergent, properties to tease themselves out. Okay. So we're going to get into the gray wolf and I look forward to sharing a glimpse of this journey with you. The gray wolf. Centuries ago, the tallest, most sought after mountain in a range of 10,000 mountains was named Lion Mountain after the lions who would take whatever they wanted and no creature dared stand up to them. At the base of Lion Mountain was a canyon filled with springs, streams, and rivers. It was a beautiful canyon. The vegetation uh, and the small game, it was thriving. And this, uh, this environment, it was so abundant that it made an ideal home for a pack of white wolves for many, many years. This plentiful, soft, nurturing environment provided little stress to the pack. They were just chilling. The white wolves were able to grow kind and gentle and peaceful wolf pups. Those wolf pups will grow to learn what all white wolves uh, grow to learn. You never stray from the canyon. Okay? Stay right here where it's safe. For atop the mountains, there were hungry lions and all kinds of scary things. One warm spring day, as in every year, a litter of wolf pups was born. But this spring, the litter was different. Many pups were born, nearly spitting images of the other wolves. But one of the pups had black fur. He was a black wolf pup. This black wolf pup was bigger and he was much more aggressive than the others. As he grew, it became apparent that he was not going to fit in. The black wolf would behave in a manner that the elder wolves did not approve of. He was not gentle and nice. He was a little dominant and he could be aggressive. He would fight for the food that the others had gathered. And if he remained unsatiated, he would even break the rules and wander up the mountain for larger game. He feared no wolf in the pack and had little regard for their feelings about his behaviors. One day it came to a pass. The elder white wolves gathered to discuss the fate of the black wolf and a decision was made. There was no room in the pack for this display of strength, aggression, and disregard for the feelings of others. The black wolf was to be banished. The elders, along with the rest of the pack, gathered around the black wolf, knowing he would not overpower them all. The eldest of the white wolf pack made the decree. The black wolf is to be banished from the pack. And any white wolf that does not honor this decree will also be banished along with him. Understanding the harshness of isolation, the white wolves all agreed to stay far away from their black wolf brother. The black wolf wandered up the mountain where he would live alone. Even though he was banished, he would stay close enough to the canyon to hear and see the rest of the pack. 
The sight of his pack in the distance and the sounds of them going about their daily lives alleviated some of the pain of isolation. Even outside of the safety and convenience of the canyon, he found it easy to sustain himself. He would take down large game once a week. Hunger would never find him. He would spend his free time watching over the white wolves and their daily toiling while they grazed their berries and they chased small game. The years passed and the winters grew colder. The clouds, they hung heavy on the mountaintops. The vegetation became dormant and the game descended into the mountains for shelter and to find food. The abundant White Wolf Canyon was still thriving, but near the top of the mountain, the lions were finding it difficult to find food. This was the year the lions would descend the mountain in search of another food source. Now, lions are masters of hunt. They are ruthlessly efficient, and they expend little energy. They also rarely get injured. It didn't take the lions very long to stumble upon the peaceful pack of white wolves and their beautiful canyon. For a few hours, the lions would walk by, and they would make sure they were seen. What they were doing is they were trying to gauge these white wolves' ability and their desire to defend themselves. The wolves, raised to be nice, proved to be incredibly non-threatening, making them easy prey, rich with meat, rich with organs, and rich with bone marrow. Once the lions realized this, the hunt began. The lions attacked the unsuspecting pack with great speed and power. The elder white wolf responded to the lions first with offerings of peace. And when that was declined, with outrage and disbelief basically tried to cancel the lions however the screams of the elder trying to cancel the lions were not met with a verbal argument but with sharp claws and a very powerful bite the sounds of the hunt soon found the ears of the black wolf he was shocked at the sight of his beloved pack being beaten abused and ultimately consumed by these lions his eyes filled with rage he pulled back his lips to reveal his massive wolfish canines and pounced down the mountain to protect his pack without even considering his own fate. The black wolf fought with fearlessness, strength, and an unmatched aggression until every single lion was vanquished. When the fight was over, he quietly returned to sit in the solitude of his banishment. The remaining white wolves, in utter disbelief, howled in grief. They were kind. They were gentle. They were peaceful, and they believed that they had a right to be safe from such a fate because they were so nice. Amongst the chatter, the lone remaining elder spoke up. Yes, we are kind, gentle, and peaceful. This is appropriate when times are good. But when bad times come, we must be capable of being aggressive. We must be capable of fearlessness. And we must be willing to fight for ourselves and for our loved ones. After some discussion, the white wolves realized that the very qualities they banished the black wolf for are the qualities they would need to survive another attack from the lions or anyone else. The traits of the black wolf are not to be feared and to be banned, but to be understood and embraced. Collectively, the white wolves agreed that they should find the black wolf, attend to his wounds, that he sustained from the great fight and invite him back to the back. Grateful for the care and receptivity of the white wolves, he agreed to return. 
Once reunited, the pack began working together to understand their differences, embrace them, and learn how to cooperate for a more sustainable way of life. Slowly, they learned how to integrate the aggression of the black wolf with the kindness of the white wolf. The next spring was soon upon them, and a large pack of wolf pups was born. For the first time ever, each pup was gray. These gray wolves had the ability to stand in one foot or well, paw in the strength and aggression of the black and the other foot or paw in the kindness of the white. When times are good and abundant, the gray wolf is kind and gentle and peaceful. And when the lions or another threat come down from the mountain, the gray wolf is fearless, aggressive, fights for, protects, and is willing to die for his pack. This makes the gray wolf a master of him or herself, as well as their surroundings. It's why the most glorious mountain of the 10,000 mountain range is no longer Lion Mountain. It's now Gray Wolf Mountain. To reach the top of Gray Wolf Mountain and be amongst the gray wolves, one must be able to stand with one foot in chaos and the other in order. One must be strong enough to kill everybody in the room and also kind enough to choose not to do it, using that strength only to protect loved ones and those that are incapable of protecting themselves. One must become a gray wolf. Commentary. And this will be, if you want to climb, this will be on, uh, on a little quiz that will get you some extra points within the Guardian Academy. The 10,000 mountain range. So Gray Wolf Mountain sits at a 10,000 mountain range. That 10,000 mountain range represents a few things. First is the never-ending adversity. Uh, you look out and it's just mountain after mountain after mountain. And it's understanding that as this adversity comes, you have to be able to climb the mountain yourself. Okay. Uh, there are two paths, which I'll talk about shortly. Uh, the chapter of the gray, this chapter of the gray wolf is about abundance and how small amounts of stress or no stress at all can lead to becoming soft. And there's a little graphic here, and it's simply hard times create strong people. Okay? Strong people create good times. And this is where it gets dangerous. Good times creates weak people. Weak people create hard times. And that is the cycle. A few other things of note, the black wolf intuitively knew that there was more to life than staying in this uh, safe zone. He would push the boundaries a little bit and uh, that got him banished. Right? And the way they banished him, the white wolves, they leveraged the fear of exclusion. So they ganged up on him and threatened to ban him. And they did ban him because isolation is very, very harsh. Uh, so... Again, I, I alluded to a little bit. It's very similar to cancel culture. Uh, leveraging exclusion is not an appropriate move most of the time. Okay, so we want to keep an eye out for leveraging exclusion. Uh, and the other thing to note is the lion also represents adversity. So at the Gray Wolf Mountain in the bunkhouse, there's actually a mountain lion uh, mounted on the fireplace because it's really important to look over the 10,000 mountains as a reminder of the adversity ahead so that we prepare for it, not to avoid it, but to prepare for it. It's also really important to keep uh, adversity top of mind. So there's a lion right on the fireplace, which is a reminder 
of why we must have one foot in the white, the carrying of the gentle, but also one in the black, because there are adversities and there are enemies and there are hard times ahead always. So we must maintain the ability to deal with those hard times.